Good morning and welcome. It's that time once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour on a ever so slightly cooler valley of the sun. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Again, just tons of great stuff out there. Uh, make sure you make it part of your daily routine. You can order online. You can stay educated. I mean, you do everything online anymore. Of course, the 800 line is for all of us that like to do business the old-fashioned way. You just give us a call, place your order, pay for it, and we ship it right out to you. Matter of fact, we shipped again yesterday. Uh, pretty much, yeah, everything's out. Uh, so we're ready to we're ready for the next wave to begin. We're going to help you do it today. We've got a special extraordinaire. I'll get to it in the next segment. But this is one that I hope all of you take advantage of. A lot of things happened today. Uh, we had jobless claims, 284,000 uh, people filed unemployment claims for the first time. Uh, most of that, you know, they're still, you know, the hurricanes, right? We, we don't know... Uh, how long that's going to last? They did say that Irma won't be till next week. That we'll see the big jump in that one. Harvey, of course, that hit Houston earlier. Now they're starting to come uh, get data points about how much uh, retail sales have been lost. It's a huge amount. So in Houston, and that storm's been weeks now. A billion dollars a week in lost retail. Uh, big, a lot of things to cover there. Uh, they estimated Irma $2.7 uh, billion a week in retail sale losses. Uh, restaurant chains, we're going to update you on restaurant chains. More chains now saying they may have to start swinging the axe. But the bigger news, news out of Japan today in regards to North Korea, uh, saying that North Korea has fueled uh, the uh, more interbelastic cruise missiles or whatever they're, the ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missile. That's that's what that's the word I was looking for. Uh, so they fueled those and then getting ready for a launch. Uh, the Chinese confirmed today they are closing down their Bitcoin exchange. The last day you'll be able to get out if you are uh, have a Bitcoin and you purchased it through the Chinese exchange. The last day is September the 30th. Again, this is one of the things I've been warning everybody about, about this electronic digital currency stuff. We'll break down that. And then the bigger news of the day, I guess bigger news because it affects us, inflation data came out today. Uh, the consumer price index shot up four tenths of a percent in the month of August and that's a for consumer prices that was huge uh, the biggest surge had to do with gasoline matter of fact so I paid attention to gasoline because uh, I, I said the other day I don't think it's gone up that much here it's gone up about 20 cents 20 cents a gallon uh, here in Arizona uh, but that was driven by energy prices, which surged uh, 2.8% in August. Uh, 
Uh, gasoline, by the way, of that energy prices up 6.3% during the month. You take all that stuff out because the Fed doesn't care about that anyway. The index rose two-tenths of a percent. That's the first two-tenths of a percent gain that we've seen in the index in five months. And remember, you know, when you're calculating the inflation, for the Fed to get to that mythical uh, unicornish 2%, right, you'd need to have, you know, about eight months of two-tenths of a percent growth and four months of 1%, or one-tenth of a percent, I should say. Uh, the increase, though, here's what happened. And this is why I'm telling you the Federal Reserve doesn't care about you. Shelter skyrocketed in August. Oh, I don't know what happened in August. <laughs> I don't know if all the rents for everybody uh, went skyrocketing, but up a half of a percent. So you got to take that by 12. So shelter's up 6%. And, of course, when you, when you think about a, a human being, and you think about a household, and you think about 90% of all the households, the number one expense is shelter, right? Your rent, your mortgage. I mean, the only people that, that don't, would that wouldn't be the number one expense is maybe uh, people who have their house paid for, but you still have taxes on, on the house. Not like you... It, the house doesn't cost you money, but just the just rent. The number one item. So if the number one item in your household increases by 6% a year, that is devastating. Right? But the Federal Reserve, they, they, they kind of, well, you know, but there's other things, right? And here's what, here were some of the other things. The index said motor vehicle insurance came in second. Apparently, Jake from State Farm, when you call him up, his khaki pants are charging you a little more. Of course, I've been telling you this for a while now. Medical care, right? That's on there every single time. Recreation also shot up here in the month. So everything's costing more, but they're still staying inflation is less than 2%, so you should all feel better. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800 Got a great opportunity for you. I'm working with a long, long time customer. Uh, I call him Mr. St. Gaudens. <laughs> we got a few days with me, but we've got the cooler who he's kind of lost his mark as the cooler because he's been buying for the last couple of years and doing really well. But he was the guy every time he bought, it would go down. We've got Mr. Silver. We got one guy that's all he buys, and I don't know what he does with it. I mean, he's got to have a vault like Binion. Uh, but we have a customer, had a customer. He was a customer way before I ever got here, and he only buys sinks. I mean, that's all he's ever bought. 
And I went and looked because I'm like, come on. He had to buy like a roll of silver eagles right somewhere. Right at one point, some great special that I ran on something. I had to induce him into something. Right? It was kind of like a pride thing for me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to find at least one thing that he bought that wasn't never did it. And even on, on his folder here at the office, Wendy had wrote Mr. St. Gaudens on it. And I won't go into the details, but he he needs to start liquidating uh, his assets. Okay, some things have happened, some health things and whatnot. I won't go, like I said, I won't go into the details. So we're going to do something we normally don't do. He He's uh, worked out a thing with me where I can pay him a little more if I can retail out of them and, and, and vice versa. So today, we're going to start the first wave of this. We've got a $120 sink. And these go back, like I said, this guy's been buying for well over 20. He was buying from Eric before Eric was even at Patriot. $1,345. That's $20 over spot. Uh, matter of fact, uh, well, yeah, 20 bucks. This gold's up a buck right now, thirteen twenty-five. So it's $25 over spot. And we've got a hundred of them. This is going to be the first wave of them. I'm sorry, $20 over spot, thirteen forty-five. So it's $20 over over spot. That is a $55 decrease in the price of a regular, uh, just a regular $20 gold piece. Uh, take the time. I mean, you're, you're just not going to get, I mean, this is probably the second lowest price over spot ever. You know, we, we had that one day earlier this year where we did them, uh, did sell some at spot. Uh, but this is a deal where the market's not there, but this is kind of a deal with us and, and one of our longtime customers are trying to help each other out. So $20 Saints, $1,345, and we're going to start with a 100 of them at 800 951 0592. That is the, the toll free number. Uh, and you think about what's happened right now. Japan just came out this morning and said, North Korea is getting ready to launch another rocket. That's usually, you know, even though gold doesn't, it, it, you know, it cares, it's not like a human, but that's easily five or ten bucks. Now, the last one they shot went over Japan and right, everybody freaked out about it. This one, they're allegedly going to be dumping it in the in the Pacific. In other words, kind of shooting it allegedly in our direction this time. Then you throw on the what the Chinese announced today when it comes to Bitcoin, and so now all of a sudden, and I don't know, like here, uh, Bitcoin, it's a novelty, I guess. Right, and of course we're talking about the electronic uh, credits, if you will. And and I, my fear all along has been: listen, the control really isn't with uh, the the company that you know is behind Bitcoin. 
It's in the control of the government and the central bankers, and at any time, they can just say, you know what, forget it. I, you know, and, and part of it, you saw Jamie Dimon came out uh, this week. They had, uh, what, Discovering Alpha or something like that, where all the uh, rich guys meet in New York and talk about what things are going on. And, and he came out and called Bitcoin a fraud. That was earlier this week and said that anybody that works for him that is caught dealing in Bitcoin would be fired immediately. Talking about, uh, he said that at the banking industry conference, he compared the rapid ascent of Bitcoin, which, by the way, Bitcoin today uh, is down over 10%. It was down over 10% the, uh, the other day as well. With the 17th century mania over tulip bulbs, right? You've heard that, that story about the tulip bulbs. A classic textbook bubble. Diamond predicted things may end just as badly for investors in the decentralized currency, which has been surging over the past year. Bitcoin will eventually blow up. It's a fraud. It's worse than tulip bulbs and won't end well. Diamond also said he would fire any trader trading Bitcoin for being quote-unquote stupid. And then the Chinese today announced that they're... So China, by the way, accounts for 40% of all Bitcoin trades. I don't know if they actually, uh, you know, use Bitcoin to buy things, but as far as the buying and selling of the the Bitcoin, 40% of it comes out of China. used to be 90%. Uh, But but now they say on September the 30th, that will cease to exist uh, in China. So you have two really bullish factors here. And again, I don't know, you know, a lot of these guys that they put out on the idiot box are, oh, well, gold... You know, people are buying Bitcoin, and that's why gold isn't doing better. Gold's doing great. Gold's up 13% this year. But, again, the reasoning behind the Bitcoin is another way of what? Trying to get out of the reach of the government. And then, of course, yesterday I saw someone said North Korea's using it. So, you know, they're they're just going to try to put the kiss of death on it. You know, and, and, you know, drug dealers and terrorists and all the... Just like they like to do with gold safe things. Uh, and, of course, you know, Diamond's comments actually kind of make me want to buy it, right? <laughs> right? But, you know, nonetheless, you got to follow what's uh, happening here. So we've got the shutting down of the Bitcoin exchanges in China. On top of now, Japan says North Korea has fueled up their, the ICBMs, and I don't, I don't know if they're going to launch multiple, the, the report said that they had fueled multiple rockets, so we're, we're going to have to wait and see uh, exactly what it is that they're going to do. Remember, this was something uh, people had speculated they may have launched last week, right, and, and actually it was this weekend, uh, and of course the, the big hurricane came along, uh, there, there was that big solar flare, so uh, people speculated they were waiting, and it looks like that's that's going to happen. So you've got two 
two, I guess, small drivers that are going to help fuel the gold price here again. Uh, and then the news today about retail sales. Now they're saying people betting against retail has hit the highest level since the crash. And they're talking about all the loss of, of sales and, and more store closings coming their way. Cheat Sheet came out and said, here's the 15, and Cheat Sheet was doing chain restaurants. Okay, so these are the big ones. The 15 most likely chain restaurants to either close and or file bankruptcy. First on the list, TGI Fridays, uh, who has been really having sales issues. Uh, they were number one. Buffalo Wild Wings, which I was surprised. I mean, there's a lot of those out here, Buffalo Wild Wings. Chipotle was on the list. Another one I was surprised. Now, of course, you know, when you know people eat your food and get sick, that's usually not a good thing. Sonic. Sales down at Sonic. They're like Sears and Kmart. Almost doubled it. 9% decline at Sonic's. Chili's, who just announced that Chili's got rid of half their menu. Jack in the box, right? Jack is going to have to be shuttering stores. Ruby Tuesdays. Of course, they've already started closing stores. Profits down 18%, according to Cheat Sheet. Panera, right? This I mean, they've been building stores like crazy out here. Two straight years now of sales declines at Panera. Shake Shack, which they're not here, so I, I don't think they're here. And maybe they are, and I just don't know it. Uh, but their growth has stopped, according to Cheat Sheet. Domino's Pizza. Applebee's, which has already closed stores. Uh, sales at Applebee's continue to fall down 5%. Subway. They've already closed 359 stores. I didn't even know that. Sales down uh, only about 2%. Noodles and Company, they've got a few stores here as well that, that uh, they may be closed out. They've announced they're closing 10% of their stores. Outback Steakhouse, which has already closed 43 locations. Sales down 5%. And then they said growth at Starbucks. Apparently the... Uh, they, the, after the unicorn drink, no one's been, you know, I don't even know what a Starbucks cost. I, I'll be making it up, but I got to believe what, what. What's a Starbucks cost? Five, six, seven dollars. Arlene's like, she, 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 every eight, nine, she's still shaking her head. So uh, sales at Starbucks uh, suffering as well. And then not to be outdone, we've added another state to the growing pension problem. Listen, this is something I've been telling you about. Almost now, and I don't know if it's every week, but for sure every two to three weeks we hear of another state that's in trouble with their pensions. We know about the big one, right? We know about Illinois. And so, you know, is Chicago being a part of that as well? We know about cities like Dallas, Right in Trenton, New Jersey, uh, New Jersey, the state of New Jersey. Right, we know about the, we know about California's problems. Then we learned about Minnesota's problems a few weeks ago. Uh, then it was Kentucky and their problems. Today, Missouri, 
the show me state, said the state employees' retirement plan is underfunded by more than $5 billion, and that's huge for Missouri. He warned a panel of lawmakers Wednesday. I want you to know this. These treasurers of these states, they've been warning these lawmakers for years. This is not unknown. That action is going to be needed to prevent a hit on the state's credit rating. Schmidt told lawmakers that the pension plan is only 60% funded and kind of let on that that's kind of generous. Says that Missouri has billions of dollars in unfunded liabilities because past administration, it's always somebody else's fault, had unrealistically high expectations of investment earnings. Schmidt says returns have been below prediction for 16 of the past 17 years. Now, I don't know, call that a trend, but you would think they would say, okay, let's get more realistic. There's a reason that they don't. We'll talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. This Sunday is Constitution Day, the anniversary of the day that our great United States Constitution was signed in Philadelphia on September 17, 1787. It should be as important a national holiday as Independence Day. Our Constitution is unique in the world. Most Western democracies have constitutions that are lists of what government can do for individuals. Our U.S. Constitution is a document setting forth what government cannot do to individuals. That's the fundamental difference. And that's why our Constitution is the fountainhead of our great liberties, religious, political, and economic. Our Constitution is based on the sovereignty of the people. The preamble identifies the source of our government's political power as we the people, making government the servant of the people, not our master. We have a written constitution. That means we have a government whose powers and limitations are defined on paper. It is absolutely not a living document for judges to reinterpret. Our constitution created a government of limited powers. This is the unique concept that the federal government possesses only the listed powers, with everything else remaining in the hands of the people or the states. There are some things our government cannot do even with the support of the majority of the people. Our constitution is based on the separation of powers, so that one branch cannot become powerful enough to gobble up the others, and each branch can serve as a check on the others as well. Our Constitution is based on economic freedom. It protects the opportunity to engage freely in any business, trade, occupation, or profession, the right to own private property, and the right to make contracts that will be enforced. And our Constitution sets up our representative government under constitutional procedures and restraints. The powers of government are exercised only by our elected representatives. These are just a few of the wonderful attributes of our unique Constitution. It's a document worth celebrating and worth defending. Join us tomorrow as we talk in more detail about those who would radically change or even altogether destroy our wonderful United States Constitution. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Radio News Hour, the second best special ever. You know, I figure the best one was when we ran some 20s, and it wasn't even that many uh, at Spot earlier this year. $20 Saints. And the Saints, which usually, you know, 5 10 up as, more, as much as $20 more than a Liberty and, and uh the last several years, to be able to buy them for $20 over spot today, they're $1,345 at 800 You know, think about a week ago, gold was already higher than that. This is when you want to, you know, the, the, the thing about is is buying it at the at these prices where, you know, you think about, you know, okay, Bitcoin's collapsing, right? And now everyone's probably running for the hills there. All of those people were trying to seek protection. You know, some of that money's going to come into gold. Then North Korea now, Japan says they fueled up their their ICBMs and getting ready for a launch. And whether that's uh, tonight or tomorrow or Saturday, probably before the weekend's out. Uh, then you start thinking about the the data that came out today. Right, everything that really you talk you talk about your high budget items, right? Your rent, your mortgage, right? Your your insurance, your medical costs, all continuing to rise. All while they keep telling you that there's no inflation. And then we talk about uh, pensions now, Missouri now, all the way down to sixty percent. And remember, this is the this is the ten year window. And this is the problem with these. It's not like, hey, there is only 60% funded and it's going to be a problem in 2075. That's not what we're talking about here. It's a problem almost right now. And 16 out of the last 17 years. So you go all the way back to 2000. The stock market is at an alleged all-time high. Well, I mean, it is, right? It's an all-time high. Yet none of the pension plans are making, they're just like you, right? The pensions are just like all of you, right? You get your 401k statements, your IRA statements, and they never do nearly as well as what Wall Street does. And they miss their predictions. Every year, and these are and these predictions are they're vitally important because it's the return, right? There's they're supposed to be able to like like everybody else. Hey, we're supposed to be able to buy bonds and get eight percent. Right now, that they can't buy bonds and get eight percent, they're finding it hard to make any money at all. And, that, and now we're sitting here, we're, 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 we're in the, the debt window, 
in the federal government. This may be as if the tax cuts come along. By the way, I don't know if you saw Trump. No tax cuts for the rich, he said. I don't know if you saw it. Fox News was freaking out this morning. It was great. Uh, and, of course, this is, you know, part of the reason is they pay most of the taxes. When I say most of the taxes, we're going to get to that here in a minute. I'm going to break it down for you. The federal government collected record total taxes through the first 11 months of this fiscal year. So you go back to October of 2016 through August 2017, they broke a record that they had set last year. They said the federal government has collected approximately $2.966 trillion in tax revenue. That was about $8 billion more than last year. So it's not a it's not like it's a lot more. And that was the, the previous record of $2.957 trillion. At the same time the government was collecting a record, it was spending a record $3.639 trillion running a budget deficit. We've already surpassed last year's number. $673,711,000,000. And by the way, that's the good number. Hey, I'll give you one of those, another one of those. Remember when? Remember when they told us for decades, as long as the national debt was below 3% of GDP, it was fine? Well, now the number's at 4% and growing of GDP. And that's not even the real number, right? The, 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 the fake number's at 4%. The real number, I mean, we're approaching, what, 7 8%. Here's how it breaks down. Since, we're, since they're talking about tax cuts, right, they're talking about corporations and big business, and they're talking about middle-class tax cuts, individual income taxes, that's the largest collection of revenue okay so when you're here it comes april 15th you fill out your taxes and i'll and and you know depending on how you withheld throughout the year you owe a little bit maybe you get a little bit back but you get to the number that is almost 40 47.9 percent of that almost three trillion dollars almost half of the three trillion comes from individual income taxes. The next biggest piece is the payroll tax. So this is the part everyone pays that tax, right? This is the uh, you know the six point two percent that the FICA guys hold withhold from your taxes, right? This is the what I'll call the Social Security tax. That's almost it's 35.9. So let's round it up 36% there. Now that's not being cut at all. So that that's all that 1 trillion 65 billion. The 233 billion dollars in corporate income taxes collected in the first 11 months of 2017 equates to about 8. 
6% of total tax collected. Now, that's the one, right, where, where Trump's trying to reduce that one. It's one of the, well, essentially there's the big three of taxes, right? There's personal, there's payroll, and then corporation. Personal's at 48% of total revenue, right? Payroll tax is at 36%. And then corporation, it doesn't even get to nine. It's at 8.6%. By the way, the rest of it is the estate tax, which accounts for 0.71% of federal revenue. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. U.S. $20 Saints, they'll got them. $1,345. There's two lines still open. Uh, we'll get to you in the answer. We'll get to you in the order that you called. I know, i got to be retrained here. I'm not used to having so many phones ringing. U.S. $20 Saints at $20 over spot. 1345 at 800-951-0592. And you start thinking about, you know what, gold was got as high as, what, 1360-something last week. So you're you're in the a, a perfect position. We're not buying it at the high for the year. We had a nice, nice little round of profit-taking, but gold's just kind of, what, just, just kind of waiting for the next big event in the markets. And, you know, we sit there, we, we saw jobless claims near 300,000 again. Now people are starting to, to do the math on these hurricanes and what it's costing in retail sales. And they said, uh, this was on CNBC, investor fear has returned to the retailers as it's turned into despair. And these are people, here's what they bet against. Right? They're betting against the debt of these companies. Right, They're betting that, hey, we don't think these retailers are actually going to be able to make it. They say now short interest now is at the highest levels since the Great Recession. Both figures were from the end of August. So this doesn't even include where where the the hurricane hit. They said the negative sentiment towards retail is obvious. Death by Amazon is what they're calling it. And listen, don't be fooled. Yes, Amazon definitely has a huge impact. It does. You know, maybe maybe twenty, right? Maybe twenty percent, maybe. And that's probably stretching it because when you look at Amazon sales, it's not like they they they. Amazon's taken all the sales that have been lost by Sears and Kmart and Macy's and Penny's and, and Kroger and Walmart and Target and all of these others. But they have a role to play. But the biggest problem is the amount of debt that is behind all of these retailers in a time when all of their sales, with the exception, there's a few, right? There's a few bright spots. But the vast majority of the industry, look at, I'll use Dick's. That's a great one. Sports Chalet, gone. 
sports authority gone a bunch of regionals have all shuttered and they're still not making money well and i should say this sales at dicks are still down and they've lost all of their major competitors You know, and I don't know what it is. Did you see, like, football? No, no one's even watching football anymore. By the way, the Broncos look a lot better than the Cardinals. So that, congratulations on that. Right now, the group, talking about the retail group, is acting like a powder keg. Now, you start to put that together with what Cheat Sheet came out with and, and talked about chain restaurants. And you kind of got that thing that we're leading up to. All of a sudden, again, we've got this debt problem. Everything got too rich. Everything got too expensive. We built too much of it. We covered it up, right? The Fed brought rates down to zero. Everybody refinanced. And then what? Borrowed as much money as they could, just like the U.S. consumer has done. And, and now that the borrowing is over, right? No, <laughs> they're out of money. No one's going to lend them any more money. They still can't pay off their debts, regardless of what the interest rate is going to be. Some of the leading retailers, you may know them, Under Armour, Kohl's, Nordstrom's, just to name a few, it's going to be a long battle, but Amazon is going to win. If you're going to invest in retail, the guy said, you better be careful. You better know what you're doing. Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you, here's a better idea. Instead of investing in retail, invest, invest in some wealth insurance. U.S. $20 Saints, $13.95. Right now, all lines are now open. Arlene's got through all lines, $13.45. Currently... At twenty, well, it's at nineteen dollars in eighty cents right now, over spot. Wow, it's amazing. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, that is the toll free number. If you've never bought before, it is so easy. Let me tell you how it's going to work. You call the eight hundred number, and you just say to Orly. Arlene, I want to buy the special. That's all you say. And she's going to say, great. How many would you like? And you can order one, five, ten. Or you're going to even, hey, how many you got left? I'm going to buy them all. And she's going to take your name and your address. She's going to give you our address. You mail us a personal check. Or if you want to, you can send a bank wire. If you want to put it on your credit card, we'll absolutely do that. We're going to charge you for that. It's going to cost you an extra 20 bucks. So it would be $1,365 on a credit card. And once we have good funds, we ship you the product registered, insured, U.S. mail. Just that simple. If you're not home and the postman normally delivers, they'll leave you a slip. You take that slip down to your post office, you pick it up there. If you're local in town and you want to come pick them up, we'll make those arrangements for you as well. 
800-951-0592. When we get back, we're going to take a quick look at the nation's debt. Final segment here on a Thursday, 800-951-0592. You know what? You need more motivation. I need to start thinking about, you know, where to put your money and what's going to get you the returns. And you think about the fact we just crossed $20 trillion before the end of the year. In all likelihood, we're going to cross $21 trillion. Right at 22 and 24 and 26 and 30. Here's where some other debts stand. So the U.S. federal debt, by the way, per taxpayer, $167,300 is what every taxpayer in the United States would have to pay to have the def- the federal debt paid. State debt. Let's just check it in on them. $1.225 trillion. Local debt, right? That's your cities and your counties. That's got another $2 trillion on it. And then you think Federal Reserve debt, that's $4.5 trillion, right? You just, and these are stuff that's right now, right? That doesn't include a single cent of all the unfunded liability. By the way, you want to know how, where we sit? Uh, Medicare, Medicaid, $1.15 trillion. That's what the government has spent so far this year. we still got a few weeks left. Social Security, $937 billion. And so just under a trillion. You add the two together, right? We're already over $2 trillion with just two programs. It's Medicare, Social Security. Throw in defense, 630-some-odd billion, right? And Trump wants to increase that number. You essentially, with those three pieces and the debt, the interest on the national debt, You've essentially, with that, throw in the national debt interest, which is only, and I say only, $270 billion. And you already eclipse. Well, you're right at essentially what they collect in taxes for the whole year. And we've done nothing else, right? We haven't done food stamps, right? We haven't done the Department of Agriculture. We haven't done the Justice Department. We haven't done... Uh, the Department of Education, the Department of Energy. We haven't done FEMA, right, disaster relief. I mean, you think we haven't done Fannie and Freddie and all the I mean, we haven't done anything. By the way, when you start adding in the federal pensions, uh, uh, income on uh, security, right, for the homeland security, right, we haven't done that yet. By the way, they estimate the national gross GDP at $19.3 trillion, in case you were interested. Uh, total federal, state, and local spending, $6.87 trillion. So you think about the $19 trillion. One-third of that is government spending. Yeah. 
Think we got a problem? You think you might need some wealth insurance? You think you might need a hedge against the central bank and the federal government? U.S. $20 Saints, $1,345 at $800-951-0592. Everyone take care. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow.